Hello everyone and welcome back to Spring of Light channel where the knowledge begins. I'm your host Dr. Gitanjali Parikh and as we have said earlier I would be taking up the generalized anxiety disorder today. So as the name implies generalized anxiety disorder is a chronic or you can say so an ongoing state of diffuse or free floating anxiety that is not attached to specific situation or object. Fine. So it is not like uh, I'm anxious uh, because of this. It's not that. But you have that anxious feeling all over the time, most of the time. So the anxiety may last uh, for months with the signs almost continually being present. Now though anxiety is a normal and adaptive response to threat that propels the organism for flight or fight response, Persons who seem to be anxious about almost everything, however, are more likely to be called as having generalized anxiety disorder. So, in case we have to describe generalized anxiety disorder, it could be described, defined as uh, excessive anxiety and worry about several events or activities for most days at least for six months period means for the last six months or so you have that anxious feeling not at a particular event but most of the events in your daily life the worry is difficult to control and is associated with somatic symptoms such as muscle tension irritabilities the difficulty falling asleep or restlessness then this anxiety is not focused on features of another disorder like it is not because of certain substance you use or because of the general medical condition or because of uh, any other psychiatric disorder moods swings etc it is not because of that it is just your general uh, anxiousness which you have then the anxiety is difficult to control is subjectively distressing and produces impairment in important areas of person's life so the person feels impaired so for example uh, we take an example of uh, a person his name has been changed let's say it's radesha so emotionally he feels jittery tense and constantly on edge and co- uh, cognitively he expects that something awful is going to happen and he doesn't know why he feels so negative about it physically he perspires constantly uh, his stomach is upset and he usually is unable to have a comfortable sleep now as we might expect this disorder can markedly interfere with daily functioning even if the symptoms are not continually present for 6 months required for the formal diagnosis the person may find it hard to concentrate to make decisions and to remember commitments people with this conditions two third are mostly women and they worry continually and they are often jittery agitated and sleep deprived concentration is difficult as attention switches from one worry to another and their tension and apprehension may leak out through forward blows twitching of the eyelids trembling perspiration or fidgeting one of the most characteristic 
of this disorder is that the person cannot identify and therefore cannot deal with or avoid its cause why is feeling so anxious in freud's term the anxiety is free floating generalized anxiety disorder is often accompanied by depressed mood but even without depression it tends to be disabling moreover it may lead to physical problems such as ulcers and high blood pressures many uh, studies have indicated that many people with generalized disorder were maltreated or inhibited as children now we go on to the epidemiology generalized anxiety disorder is the commonest psychiatric disorder in the population with the reasonable estimates for its one year prevalence rate range from 3 to 8 percent the ratio of women to men with the disorder is about 2 is to 1 so we can say so the women are more are twice that of men but the ratio of women to men for receiving inpatient treatment for this disorder is 1 is to 1 that is inpatient treatment both uh, receive the same amount of treatment lifetime prevalence is close to 5% with the epidemiological catchment area that is eca study suggesting lifetime prevalence as high as 8% in anxiety disorders in clinics about 25% of patients have generalized anxiety disorder the disorder usually has its onset in late adolescence or early adulthood although cases are commonly seen in older adults but however as the time passes the studies have shown that around by the age of 50 years it tends to uh, general anxiety disorder it becomes rare maybe they are more relaxed now uh, earlier they had more stresses of life now we go on to the comorbidity generalized anxiety disorder is a disorder that most often coexists with another mental disorder usually social phobia specific phobia panic disorder or a depressive disorder around 50 to 90% of patients with generalized anxiety disorder usually have another mental disorder as many as 25% of patients eventually experience panic disorder means it takes a more a higher form of it uh an additional high percentage of patients are likely to have major depressive disorder now we go on to the etiology so are the causes of generalized disorder so it the causes of generalized anxiety disorder is not known as generalized anxiety disorder affects a heterogeneous group of persons certain degree of anxiety is normal and adaptive and differentiating normal anxiety from the pathological anxiety is quite difficult also differentiating biological causative factors from the psychological factors is also a difficult one so the um main reason or the causes why the person has this is quite difficult however there are several sto- uh, theories to explain the etiology of which more than one may be applicable in a particular patient the first definitely is a psychodynamic theory now according to this theory anxiety is a symptom of unresolved unconscious conflicts sigmund freud first presented the psychological theory in 1909 with a description of little hands 
नेक्स्ट थ्योरी विच एक्सप्लेन्स जनरलाइजिंग एंगजाइटी डिसऑर्डर इज बिहेवियरल थ्योरी अकॉर्डिंग टू दिस थ्योरी एंगजाइटी इज व्यूड एज एन अनकंडीशनड इनहरेंट रिस्पॉन्स ऑफ द ऑर्गेनिज्म टू पेनफुल और डेंजरस टमलाय इन एंगजाइटी एंड पोबियस दिस बिकम्स अटैच टू रिलेटिवली न्यूट्रल स्टमलाय बाय कंडीशनिंग नेक्स्ट वी हैव इज कोगनेटिव बिहेवियरल थ्योरी or you say cbt according to this cognitive behavior th- uh, theory in anxiety disorder there is evidence of selective information processing you just select a kind of not all with more attention being paid to threat related information cognitive distortions may be there negative autonomic thoughts about the person's own ability to cope it all leads to generalized anxiety disorder according to the biological theory uh, there are certain uh, first it's an again group there are groups of this uh, and uh, according to one that is genetic evidence about 15 to 20% of the first degree relatives of the patients with anxiety disorder exhibit anxiety disorders themselves the concordance rate in the monozygotic twins of patients with panic disorder is as high as 80% that is four times more than in dizygotic twins now it could be because of chemically induced anxiety state certain chemicals such as sodium lactate isopropanol and caffeine or inhalation of 5% carbon dioxide they produce panic episodes of predisposed individuals to anxiety GABA benzodiazepine receptors uh, is the most prevalent innately neurotransmitter in the central nervous system now it has been suggested that an alternation in GABA levels may lead to production of clinical anxiety other neurotransmitters that is your norepinephrine YVHT dopamine opioid receptors and neuroendocrine dysfunction has also been indicated implicated to the causation of anxiety disorder then there are neuroanatomical bases for example your locus coeruleus limbic system and the prefrontal cortex are some of the areas implicated in the etiology of anxiety disorder organic anxiety disorder now this disorder is characterized by the presence of anxiety which is secondary to the various medical disorders example you have is hypothyroidism uh, phenochromocytoma uh, coronary artery disease they all might lead to anxiety disorders now if anxiety symptoms can occur secondary to medical disorders it seems possible then that the anxiety has a biological basis fine now we go on to the treatment part the treatment of anxiety disorders is usually multimodal you can't say that one thing is going to help you out it is definitely multimodal the most effective treatment of generalized anxiety disorder is probably one that combines psychotherapeutic and uh, pharmacotherapeutic and supportive approaches so now we go on to the psychotherapy part the major psychotherapeutic approaches to generalized anxiety disorders are CBT that's your uh, cognitive behavioral therapy supportive and insight oriented now psychoanalytic psychotherapy is not usually indicated unless the person has certain prob- 
personality problems which coexist now usually supportive psychotherapy is used either alone when anxiety is mild or in combination with drug therapy supportive therapy offers patients reassurance and comfort although its long term efficacy is doubtful insight oriented psychotherapy focuses on uncovering unconscious conflicts and identifying ego strengths then we have relaxation techniques in patients with mild to moderate anxiety relaxation techniques are very useful patient uses uh, these techniques himself as a routine exercise uh, every day or also whenever there is a anxiety provoking situation so these techniques includes jacobson progressive relaxation technique yoga pranayam self hypnosis meditation etc other behavioral therapies they include biofeedback and hyperventilation and these therapies are also very effective in managing generalized anxiety disorder as for the pharmacotherapy it is something outside but definitely uh, we uh, person uses other benzodiazepines and ssrs for it so that concludes without the topic that is the generalized anxiety disorder hope you liked it and in case uh, if you are found or uh, you find um, in or you can say, say you enjoy reading also um, the link of that is been given you can uh, read my blog there and if you have any comments to say, uh, say you can write to me up thanks for subscribing also bye bye take care